Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to NBA Summer from Pure Hoops Media, where the season never ends. Now that the Raptors are the 2019 champs, the 2020 season is on the clock and every team is tied for first at least until October. With the draft, free agency and the summer league, all 30 teams have hope again. At least until October. They're all making news and we'll keep you on top of everything until, well, past October. Here are your hosts, Adam Stanko and Eric Newman. NBA Summer Free Agency Sunday Night Complete Madness just when you thought it couldn't get any crazier, Adam Stanko, we have a sign-in trade now thrown into the mix with Kevin Durant to Brooklyn. Take it away on the rest. Well, it looks like, uh, from what we understand, so Kevin Durant, obviously we knew, was headed to Brooklyn, but D'Angelo Russell now, as part of the sign-in trade, now his deal then means that he's being shipped off to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, just chaos right now I mean you said it best and I think in order to pull this off I I assume that the that the Nets are going to get some assets otherwise you know um I I don't understand why why the deal would have been made but but you figure there might be some picks involved here when we find out everything becomes official but what's crazy about this E and and uh the Warriors needing to make room also dealt Andre Iguodala to Memphis and gave them a uh, future first rounder in order to make that deal happen um which is which is wild they're they're also giving away the future here but i think what's so crazy is like how this thing works on the court i can see it happening before clay thompson makes his return from the acl injury but once clay returns that backcourt of steph curry d'angelo russell and clay thompson what do you make of it spread the floor let her rip. I think um I think it's actually it, it's very very smart that the Warriors even took a shot at this and I'll tell you why. Next season with or without a a Kevin Durant back in Golden State wouldn't matter he wouldn't be playing. You knew Klay Thompson was going to be out till February March. That would be his earliest return. Steph Curry's workload was about to be so heavy with them likely not attracting another high-level playmaker unless some kind of crazy occurrence like this happened. And now you have Russell to handle the basketball. Mm-hmm. Curry can play a lot off ball, whether that's in a spot-up situation or running off of screens. Maybe they turn him into even more of that Reggie Miller baseline screen, curl, fade all day long. We may see more of that now. Who knows? But... When Clay Thompson gets back, easily play him at the three with Curry and Russell back there alternating on and off the basketball. I, I think it's actually going to be beautiful to watch, and I'm really intrigued now what they do with the rest of the roster. 
I'm I'm with you. I mean, from a playing standpoint, I mean, you're talking about now the one thing about D'Angelo Russell that has sort of been overlooked. I mean, during his Ohio State days, we saw it a lot, but people haven't appreciated, I think, at what he's been able to do at the NBA level is this guy has incredible vision. He is an unbelievable passer. And so obviously his scoring stands out. He made the all-star team this year. But it's his passing to me that will fit right in beautifully uh, in that in that backcourt. And that, that threesome working their magic there will be incredible. You still have Draymond who also passes the basketball really well. So the way that they're going to move the ball, yes, is what is what I'm excited to see. Um, D'Angelo Russell from three last year, 2.9 threes on 7.8 attempts, uh, just under 37% from three. But you've seen the improvement uh, in his outside shooting, in his confidence. His game has just expanded every year, and he's become more and more just confident. We've seen this just confident offensive player. But the other part for me, Eric, is that the biggest statistic of all is that D'Angelo Russell's 23 years old. So as the Splash Brothers start to age somewhat and we look around the league and have other examples where guys, where teams are worried about making sure that there's load management, D'Angelo Russell, when Clay gets back, I mean, you can sit Steph Curry and you've got a starting backcourt of D'Angelo Russell and Clay Thompson, a 23-year-old D'Angelo Russell. That, to me, is huge, that the health factor – is going to be great. This is going to sustain the backcourt. And, you know, people talking about, well, he's no replacement for Kevin Durant. Of course not. That That's a given. The one thing that we're going to need to see from D'Angelo Russell is his improvement on the defensive end because he's going to have to guard with this Golden State team, and he's going to have to guard twos. 23 years, 23 years old, extremely talented. Glad you brought up the passing. Very underrated passer. He's got great court vision. Obviously shot the ball a lot last year with Brooklyn. Um, defensively, he's going to have to meet the challenge. Here's the thing that really impresses me the most about this, Adam, and I, I agree with most of what you said. No issue with any of it. He was smart enough to want to make this happen. Yes. Because there were other teams who were interested in this guy. They were trying to work something out with Minnesota. Obviously, Phoenix needed a needed a one. They have uh, the the money to spend. There was rumors of Indiana originally. They went the Brogdon route, but Russell was was coveted, and he said, "Wow, I can go to this organization and play with these guys and be potentially one of the guys that carries what they've built forward and perhaps becomes, you know." A younger Splash Brother. It 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 could line itself up that in, in, in this situation, and um, just when you think the Warriors are gonna be quiet and it's gonna be their down year, and we'll see what happens, and they can maybe reload down the road without Durant, and they do it in the same deal. And I think another they have a ways to go. They have a ways to go, but I mean, I, what a move! <laughs> what a move! What a move to at least stem the tide. And and I'll tell you what, another factor in this is the idea that the Warriors are starting in a new arena in 2019-2020, and I think that was a huge motivator for them. The fact that they were going to be without Kevin Durant, the fact that Klay Thompson was going to be out for at least half the season, 
meant that they were starting in a new arena. And yes, as long as you've got Steph Curry, you've got a draw. And the fans were already lining up and the season ticket sales were great and everyone, things were fine. But when you start out in a new arena, you need to make a splash. And that's the reason that the Warriors decided, once again, we're going in all in as well. Just like we've seen from the rest of the league, the Warriors said, no, no, we're putting our chips in the middle of the table as well. And I think that having a new arena was a huge motivating factor because they could have basically said, let's shut it down for next year, grab a draft pick, and then when Clay Thompson is back in full form and you know Draymond Green is a free agent in the summer of 2020, they could have then made some different decisions about the, the future of their roster. Instead, they said, no. We're going to go all in next year as well, just like everyone else. And so I think the new arena, the Chase Center, the draw of that was was huge and a motivating factor for them. And I think the other thing that's interesting is you bring up that point that I think is a great one, that he is mature enough to go in this direction and, and realize, Russell realizes this is great for my future. And, and it's better than what could have even happened playing with the Lakers and going back to L.A. and the drama that that could be. Um, you know how well this organization is being run right now and what Bob Myers is doing. This team is just rolling. And, in fact, I just got a, a message from a basketball insider, we'll call him, um, right before we started recording. Ooh, and he so said – Is this a source? Is this a source? This is a source. This is a very good friend of Steve Kerr's. And he said this Russell move goes to show that the Warriors are the Patriots – of the NBA, you know, that they, wow. they, they, that they were, were willing to get rid of Iguodala, who was a key component for them and beloved figure and bring in a 23 year old and really try to re-energize the future. And I think it's, it's a really interesting perspective. So it's going to be very interesting to see now, which big men on the open market <laughs> are going to want to come to the Warriors for a, an exception or a vet minimum, but before we get to any of those names, does Demarcus Cousins return to the Warriors, where he can make around six and a half million dollars, which is twenty percent more than he did last year on a one-year deal? Does Cousins go that route? I mean, right. Well, first of all, anything's possible right now, as as we've seen, Eric. We can't we can't seem to uh, to go to bed, but I think that. I think that it's very possible. When you look at what he did in his run there at the tail end when they really needed him in the playoffs and he made that triumphant return, which was sort of overshadowed by all the injuries, he was exceptional. And we started to see the, the DeMarcus Cousins of old in flashes, but just how hard he was playing and I think how much yeah, he I mean, finally he felt a over part a of that book. team. Yes, but how much he sort of felt a part of that team, I think, was the big oh, thing. He gave he felt everything needed. he had. He felt needed. Absolutely. He he gave everything he had, and um, I, I was it was incredible to watch at certain points. I mean, he he was going up in the paint against Gasol or Siakam or Abaka, guys who. <laughs> all are very long and could actually get off the ground. And he's somehow finding a way to put the ball in the basket. And um, just if you're a Warrior fan, I wonder if you feel like he did enough to earn that respect of, yeah, you didn't win a title, but you you really showed us something that we didn't, we, we didn't envision. And um, 
I think if DeMarcus Cousins goes back to the Warriors next year and is, let's say, 85% of who he was before the injury right? with Russell, with Curry, with Draymond, with Clay coming back, wow, that could be very interesting. I'm not saying they're definitely going to win the West, but they're in a lot better shape than anybody would have anticipated when this day started. And again, the idea was... Could the Warriors stay afloat long enough to withstand the the absence of Clay Thompson? Could they stay afloat in that period so that when they got Clay back and he started to round out into form, they'd be able to make this in contention push at the end of the season? Now with D'Angelo Russell in the backcourt and you're adding someone potentially of DeMarcus Cousins' ilk, not only are you going to be able to stick around but I think, to your point, you are going to be a team that is going to be right there with everyone else in the West. And, of course, the Iguodala loss is huge for defensive purposes. But you think about what they're gaining now on the offensive side of the basketball. And Iguodala was, was a guy that you couldn't depend on to, to hit open shots. And the Raptors' sort of blueprint was let's leave Iguodala and Draymond Green wide open and worry about everyone else. And And... If you think about it, if we're going to see on the floor, at least at the end of the year, Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, and Klay Thompson, it becomes once again with the Splash Brothers, who do you leave in that scenario? I'm still thinking about DeMarcus Cousins on the block for the Warriors. <laughs> well, those three and Cousins. Think about that. So, I mean, the way the way he can pass out of the post, he's, he's phenomenal. And um, and a healthier cousins, by the way. And this this is this is again though. It's the second straight summer where he is in a position where he's got to make this crucial choice for his career. And we know how much money the injury cost him already. Um, this is a business decision, but it's also now he feels like he's part of that warrior culture. And I know how much playing in those big games and moments means to this guy. So. This is going to be very interesting as we uh, we we get into Monday, but we are uh, we are one eleven a.m. <laughs> East Coast time, seven hours into free agency, and uh, I I mean I'm I'm exhausted from just following it and us having like four or five conversations. Can you imagine the network people today? It's crazy, but it's, uh, it's incredible. Tons of moves and. Uh, you know, we've still got Kawhi out there. Oh, here, here's the other thing. You mentioned the Lakers before. Just talking about the, the, the Warriors back in the in the spotlight here. Jimmy Butler, off the board, going to Miami. Russell, off the board, going to Golden State. Kyrie, Brooklyn. Kawhi Leonard's choice now is going to make or break both L.A. teams because whoever gets him, the other one, who are they getting? No one that Who's anyone... Who's left out there? Tobias Harris went back to Philly. Who else is out there? There's no one that anyone had basically in their top 20 to 25 free agents that's still available and you probably could even start to get into the 30s. I mean, that 
that those teams so are going to have it, to get it's, creative. It's Kawhi, it's Kawhi Leonard, and what tier three guys at this point? At least we're, tier we're three. Seven hours in. Yes, at wow. least tier three, and so and and how much at that point are you really moving the needle? So it may end up being that we're let's say Kawhi Leonard does end up going to the Lakers, and that their original plan of having those three guys. Those phenomenal talents, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, okay, the Lakers become the story until the season starts and, and beyond. They're going to be incredible. For, for the for the sake of of humanity, he needs to go to the Clippers. <laughs> yes, yes. But if assuming he goes to the Lakers, what, what do the Clippers do? Well, they've at least got a bunch of young assets that they can make a deal with. I mean, we, we, we know what they have on their roster right now, and all those young guys – and they could actually but they don't, do something. They don't have they don't have Bobby Portis though. They the New York Knickerbockers do. They don't. They don't. But if it does, but if Julius Kawhi Leonard Randall, goes to, off the board. Yeah, off the board. If the, Taj if Kawhi Gibson, Leonard off the board. If Kawhi Leonard does go to the Clippers and and uh, as 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 we start to to push this thing out a little bit. But if he goes to the Clippers, think about it from the Lakers' perspective now. And this is where it comes all the way back around to D'Angelo Russell, who is their backup plan. If yep. if Kawhi goes to the Clippers. It's not like the Lakers have that kind of ability with their roster. They're not going to be able to make a trade. They're going to have to hope for some some interesting oh, veterans or pulling guys calling, out of retirement oh, or heading into Europe. Rondo, they are, they are sending the private jet for Rondo to come back. Well, that's without a doubt. They'll, put, they'll pay KCP to be a shooter, right? It's, they still it's, have his rights. JaVale McGee comes back. He's back. Yeah, it's going to look like Lance, all the guys they had last year, all, all the head scratchers. I'm waiting. I'm year. waiting for the announcement of Lance Stevenson going to the Knicks. I'm just waiting for it. I'm <laughs> waiting for it. By the time this thing airs, it it'll probably happen. This is no longer a pure hoops quick hitter. This is pure hoops full fledged summer delirium. <laughs> Sunday night NBA free agency. It's too bad we're not streaming because this would really really build quickly. Uh, Adam, I need one thing from you before we go. That's a Monday prediction. I think Kyrie is – I'm sorry, excuse me. You can see I'm not done with that yet. I think Kawhi is taking his time. Do you have a prediction for uh, for anything big on Monday? Because I don't think Kawhi decides till Tuesday. I, I mean, if look, if there's anything, it's, it's the Kawhi news. Um, maybe uh, Patrick Beverly um, maybe becomes – he's the next biggest name, I, I guess. Um but uh, I think, I think, um, yeah, I think Kawhi waits this thing out a little bit longer. The the ultimate question, the last thing before we go. The longer this goes, the better chance that Kawhi ends up with the who? Lakers. There you go. That worries me. Good stuff, Eric Newman. I'm going to lay down for a little while. <laughs> Hope people enjoyed the NBA summer. Quick hitter. NBA summer. More this week. quick whatsoever. More this week. A lot of quick thoughts. Great job, my man. You as well. This has been NBA summer, where the season never ends. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and listen to all of our Pure Hoops media shows and tell your friends, as well as random strangers, to do the same. (laughs) 
It's free and we don't collect your personal data. NBA Summer is a production of Pure Hoops Media. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.